Welcome to another edition of Inner World Podcast with your host, Mary Wynn. And today, it's just the two of us, Adam. Yeah, it is. It is New Year's, like the week before. It literally is New Year's Eve, I think, This when this re- it gets released. No, it's the day before New Year's Eve. New, New Year's, Year's Eve. 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 Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, and we wanted to do something special for the last episode of the year. This 2019 going to wrap up mm-hmm. in like two days. <laughs> two whole days. <laughs> So we wanted to do where we kind of do a recap, basically, yeah, of our top 10 favorite trailers of 2019. Yeah, this is weird. I'm like looking at you for the first time <laughs> while we're recording this. I know. This is so weird. I'm like technically the guest, but not really. Yeah, Fair no. This? Yeah. No, but um, so the way we're going to do this episode is that. Um, we're going to switch off on our, our favorite trailers, uh-huh. and we're going to count down from 10 for our top 10s. Yes. And, um, yeah, like, how was your 2019, Adam? Oh, it was so good. Uh, you know, I started this podcast. Oh, yeah, also, I got married. But oh. also, <laughs> uh started this podcast, watched a lot of bad movies yes. for the last uh, year. Because we started... Uh, peel back the curtain. You contacted me like around this time yeah. last year. Yes. Uh, 2018 saying you wanted to do this. And yeah. then we were in pre-production for like three months. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> we yes. Are, speaking of pre-production, uh, this was our first second, well, our first time actually doing a trailer. This first uh, clip we're about to listen yes. to. It's uh, with Gabe Fabricant. Yes. He was episode number two. Yes. And so long ago. So long ago. Like think about it. Like when we recorded this probably like what like January February of 2019 yeah. like and um technically this is episode uh 40 this oh, is right. episode 40 yeah. of our show over the hill yes <laughs> nearing 50 yeah, four- and dead <laughs> yeah. yeah we're a, we're an old hag of a podcast yeah. at this point um yeah this is a really good one uh, yeah. i think this is where i was like oh we should just do this you should do this every episode, just doing like yeah, trailers. He, uh, Gabe was our first trailer, and so our first trailer is number ten on the list. Here we go. Yes. In a world podcast. It's the second like, episode. Yeah. Just call it a thing. Yeah. Doesn't have to be. A new it's, thing. Uh, yeah, it's our trailers for our pitches. Yes. Okay. Ready. I'm. Re- this is my turn since mm-hmm. I'm the host. In a world where Martin Scorsese decided to say yes to Gotti, he cast John Travolta in the role of a lifetime, fresh off of American Crime Story, where he played yet another Italian. First question, who thinks OJ did it? Uh, Robert Shapiro is not Italian. He's not? (laughs) Shapiro. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, I was wrong. (laughs) Continuing on the trailer... There's Kelly Preston in a moment, the, the moment of her career where she out, calls out the government in a brave line that says, the government is the real gangster. Which one did they tell the truth? I already buried a son. You want me to bury another, then you will bury me too. And then John Travolta in his brave role as Gotti who he plays in three decades of his life. New York, greatest fucking city in the fucking world. And then it ends <laughs> with him dying. Kiss me and tell me you're mine evermore. That's my trailer. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> Your trailer Sounds gives good. away the end? Sounds yes. like it hit it. All right. I mean, like, the... The reality is he died in 1992. <laughs> let's, let's do a trailer for The Muppets Gotti. Mm-hmm. Um, the Muppet Show theme will be playing in the background. <laughs> Line up the lights, stack up the band in a world. Mm-hmm. And then um, we, uh, we, we cut to just Kermit the Frog on the Brooklyn Bridge. Mm-hmm. And then he turns to the camera, and he says, New York City is the greatest fucking city in the world. It's my fucking city. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and then it goes, a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the end. <laughs> you know, it ends on a single solitary tear rolling down Tiny Tim Kermit's face because he's junior as he looks through, and then it just uh, the camera zooms out and it's bars, and then it zooms out even further, and it's just the stage for the Muppet Show. Mm-hmm. And the entire thing is a, is a stage production. Well done. Wow. That was... You can tell how fresh this idea was. It was green, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. We were definitely figuring it out. Yeah, but I feel like Gabe... Like, we've been doing this for close to a year now. I feel like Gabe was, like, the only one who, like, really went to the star, like, went for it. Yeah, he really did go for it. Yeah. Like, right out the gates, he was just like, this, we're making it a Muppet movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's, I love, I love the idea of these pitches that they were, like, let's fix these bad movies. And it kind of gave us an opportunity to, like, show you, the listener, what these bad movies could be in yeah. an alternate world. Yeah. Like, what, like, why the fuck not? Like, I think at that time, like, that one really bad uh, puppet movie came out. The the one with Jess, uh, uh, what's her name? M- Melissa McCartney oh, came right. out. Oh, yeah. yes, 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 yes. I can't remember. It's definitely going to be on the podcast probably in 2020. Can't wait, can't wait. Um, but yeah, like, it's insane. Like, and also, um, like, Gabe was just so much fun for that like he really went for it and did the voices. <laughs> yeah. Like I think I I mentioned that someone impersonated was the only one who impersonated in a trailer, but I was wrong. Yeah. He was the first one who He was did. the first one. Yeah. He, he really like set the stamp and the thesis statement for this. Yeah. Uh sound effects, uh, vocal impressions. <laughs> Let's also honorable mention to Mary uh kind of figuring out <laughs> the order of which who should be doing this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's part of my, cause I, I picked this one. Uh, that's part of like my selection is like you figuring out how to do them. Yeah. And, uh, this was like one of those was like, well, I guess I should go first. Yeah. Uh, I'm the host of this. Right. It's, and then Gabe just being like, yeah, it's the second episode. Chill the fuck out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but like it, it, cause I was like trying to model it after all those other podcasts that I love. Like, um, shout out to Doughboys <laughs> that I love. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I know that they usually have their guests go first with their reviews or whatever. So I was trying to do that. Oh, I see. Yeah. But then now I realized, no, I should be setting the standards yeah. for my guests because they don't know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> and we're definitely going to hear a lot of that yes. in this clip show. Yes. Um, so let's move on to number nine. Okay. Um, and this is my pick. And it is Hot Rod. Love it. Here's the World Podcast. In a world where this is the second of the film, because we need the story to continue after 10 years. This is Hot Rod 2. An aged Andy Samberg takes on the mantle of Rod Kimball yet again. In this iteration, (laughs) he marries Denise, and they've had a rocky relationship because he did not know what he was signing up for. Because we don't know what she's like. (laughs) It turns out she has to save the family because Rod, after a horrific accident, he finally gets really hurt to the point where he cannot ride anymore. And so she has to take up the mantle because they have three little kids and they aren't cheap. So she becomes Rod Kimball in disguise and take does all these stunts and does a way better job than he does. And the moral of the story is that he has to let go to move forward. This is Hot Rod 2. Sick, like, tagline there. Yeah. <laughs> Very serious tagline. Yeah, it's a drama. I'm, t- I'm taking it back. It's not mm-hmm. a comedy. Oh, anymore. Yeah. It's all no, drama. It, it sounded like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like the, this is Hot Rod 2. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Bogart? Okay, all right. Uh, it's such a heady one. I got to yeah, think about I, it. Okay, I, I, okay. In a world where 
a forgotten government test town where the government just tested the town with LSD. Uh, and the most affected is Rod Kimball, stuntman extraordinaire. But everyone in this town is mental because of the LSD. <laughs> and Rod must beat up his father, just as every man in this town must do to establish their manhood. But his dad is going to die. And to prove his manliness, he must save his dad to therefore kick his ass. This is Hot Rod. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Oh, like he really went for it yeah. for that one. Yeah. I like that one. I chose that one because like I really liked the premise of it cuz we cuz we started doing this thing for our podcast where we would like absorb when uh, while we're talking it we're pitching on like ideas too. Right. And like I think that was in the middle of a pitch too. Yeah, like, that was one where it was just like, yeah, like that you guys came in with like an idea and they're like, you know what? They just started talking while well, as we were like hashing out the beats, we're like, yeah, they had to have been on LSD. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it made a lot more sense in like it w- and we both loved the film Hot Rod a lot. Yeah. Like, it was one of those few films where it, like, made us laugh and, like, think at the same time. Because I think <laughs> I brought, kept on bringing up how, like, you know, movies shouldn't, don't have to make sense. Like, no. that's the problem with this. And then, but then there was, like, a lot of characterizations that would need to be <laughs> hashed out. Well, I feel like this is, like, one of the first times we did a, a, sh- a movie that was actually good. Yeah. That just didn't make money. Yeah. I think it was, like... What do we do here? Because yeah. this this is usually this is hard. This yeah. is like a really fun episode to do. <laughs> like talking about all the shitty things that are in this. Like, yeah, I think it was like kind of the beginning it, of like, oh, there can be good movies that just don't didn't make any money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like we were because what I brought to this for this podcast, like I was thinking like, oh, because in um, write, writers' rooms and TV and stuff. We always like pitch on how to make things better, and I always felt like like as fun as those podcast or like those uh, criticisms are, but we gotta like be a little more positive. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. this one was so hard because we all three of us love the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like the movies that the one. The, it's hard to like as I've learned to do this. We we have to. Uh, you can't really like criticize the logic of certain films because yeah. like all films are like insane mm-hmm. like if you really like spider-man sh- any spider-man is yeah. just craziness but like where the fun part of like making shit like fun of a shitty movie is like yeah like this acting was terrible yeah and why did they cast this person as that um well speaking of acting is terrible <laughs> Uh, this next one is uh, was it's a very recent one. It's hot off the presses, if you will. Yes. Um, it is on well, my pick uh, because this was such an insane episode. Uh, it was Jack and Jill with uh, Julia Prescott. Yes. And uh, well, here's uh, this little clip of it. In a world podcast. In a world where you've seen those funny sketches on SNL. This is a Laura Michaels joint, Gab Girls. <laughs> but in 2011, we are following Monica, I think that's one of her names, and another girl who are played by dudes. Oh, and you don't ask me why, because it was a funny sketch. And then there could be Alec Baldwin, who's playing the boyfriend, but now married to one of them. And then they go on kooky adventures to the mall that is closing. But they're trying to save it because this is Gabriel's slash Jack and Jill. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. 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 Okay. Your turn, Julia. Oh, wow. With the pressure. <laughs> In a world where a man has never met a woman. <laughs> He forms an approximation of what that female experience may be and calls this a feminist triumph. (laughs) He cobbles together his best friends whom he pays, so the question really remains, who is his true friend, and decides to go on a Royal Caribbean cruise to nowhere. I know they said Europe, but we don't really see really anything and they don't seem to leave the boat, which costs money, so I understand. 
and Al Pacino was free for a couple days, <laughs> and may or may not have、uh, had Adam Sandler witness him bury a body. Therefore, Jack and Jill was made. I give you the documentary film that will be a triumph at Sundance. Uh, the other Frenchy ones, what's can, can, and all the rest.、Uh, it is the making of Jack and Jill,、uh, the film that never saw the light of what's this now? It did. It was re- released in 2011. Well, fuck.、Uh, it is the behind the scenes of a movie that was impossibly made. <laughs> Coming this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is like one of those ones where it's like they started editorializing during the trailers. Yeah. And I, some of my favorite ones are this, like, where they, it's like totally pitching it, but like it, in, it is truly just, this is a shit show. We're going to make fun of it. Yeah. <laughs> This was、um, a nerve wracking one <laughs> to、uh, record、yes. or to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Because the movie was so bad, but like not. Ultra bad, you yeah, know? Like,、yeah. we've had some stinkers on this, as I've said many a times in this、uh, podcast. Right. But I, like, it was okay. And then there w a s just so many problematic things in this movie. And then、um, also, I was really nervous because I love Julia. Like, I follow,、um, I didn't tell her this, but she's probably, I don't know if she's going to listen to this or not. But hopefully. Yeah. We've where, made a fan. Yeah. Like, I, I, follow, I started following her on Twitter, like, way before because she's like a writer and, like, especially in、um, animations and stuff. And so it was like, I already kind of knew who she was before she came. She like agreed to come on to this podcast, this rinky dink podcast. <laughs> and she came in fire, like guns a blazing. Guns a blazing. Yeah. Like if you haven't heard the episode, go back and listen to it. It is a truly, like,、uh, in all the best ways, like breaks our traditional format. <laughs>、yeah. But like, It needed to be broken because this movie was just so insane. And、yeah. we had like such a, like, a, a great guess on that we just went with the flow for、yeah. the episode. In all the great ways, it goes off the rails. Yeah. Like, type of like, we, <laughs> I remember like, we were like 30, 40 minutes in and we hadn't even started like the normal, like,、uh, what's your pitches or uh, like, uh, this is how much money the, this, this made.、Uh-huh. And we, I like just looked at you and like, you looked at me and we both knew we were like, yeah, we're just going to let Julia kind of like figure some shit out. Yeah. This. yeah.、Oh, because it was like, there's so many like terrible parts of this movie. It's like, let's not, let's just, let's skip all the bullshit. Let's talk about the thing we、yeah. really want to talk about. And that's, Al Pacino doing some weird shit. <laughs> Let's do some weird yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. And it ended up being like one of the most, I think, one of,、uh, one of our most memorable episodes, yeah. really. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. Speaking of memorable, but like <laughs> unmemorable at the same time, this is my next pick, number Which seven. Would you say you would love fuck this episode? <laughs> Oh my god. I would fuck it. Yeah. Oh god. Was, the movie that we're insinuating is downsizing. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Here World Podcast. In a world where we have Matt Damon, who plays himself basically <laughs> with his dad bod, and he is. <laughs> Saving the fucking world by downsizing himself. And he's like real high and mighty about it. He thinks he's God's gift to humanity by doing this. And so, as soon as his wife, who's played by Kristen Wig, he like decides not to downsize her, her, himself, he denounces her as the demon child that's gonna ruin society. <laughs> and、Whoa. then he Brings up an uprising with other small people against the big people to like forcibly turn big people into small people to save the earth until he meets the one person that could stand in his way. And her name is Nyok Len. What was her last name? Tran. Tran. And she <laughs> is a, of, of a different nature because she's a peaceful protest, but she will fight a person. If it means saving society, this is downsizing.
Very okay, good. so this is what it should be, right? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Okay. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Take a moment. It should be so many things. <laughs> oh, okay. In a world where Paul Safranic, Safranic, yes. either one, is overwhelmed by his own white man mediocrity. He is presented with the chance to shrink down to be four inches to level up in life. <laughs> and when he gets there, he realizes that he's lost everything and he still has no purpose. And just because you're four inches tall doesn't mean you're a different person. You're just four inches tall and wearing a really ugly golf polo. <laughs> and he decides to partner up with, what do you call her? Uh, NLT. NLT, I like that. And they begin their journey. He's still trying to find his purpose, but she shows him that in the end, you have to look beyond yourself find your own purpose. Downsizing. Think small, dream big. Oh. Wow. <laughs> that was our first like, tagline. Yeah. Uh, oh, that was awesome. <laughs> that was the reason why I chose this. Yeah. Was because she came in with an amazing tagline that she improvised. She yeah. didn't write it. No. Um, and so it was so good. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely like, oh, yes, it's some of these improvisers are actually like talented, like professional writers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, so I, I remember that recording that episode because I think all of us were just so tired. I felt it in the, uh, the oh. room where we were just almost hallucinating this like movie because yeah. it was so long too yeah, yeah um and we were just talking about everything that was just so weird about this movie and it just like i don't know i think we were just like high <laughs> off of it <laughs> yeah we were high off of that downside yeah this movie was fucking bonkers i also like this one this trailer too because you actually legitimately pitched like a really good movie uh -huh. like the downsizing and the re rebelling against the big people and the smalls like what the movie actually was was like so weird and uh -huh. like not anything i like i couldn't imagine somebody reading that script and be like we're making this yeah like it seems so noted or something and what you came out was just just like a such a simple pure idea and yes maybe it's not like like the the premise is of small and big is already so bonkers uh -huh. like you need something to like latch on to like being normal like let's map it to something else or, or whatever yeah and what you pitched was like great or both both of these pitches were like yes this is what the movie should have been yeah and um i'm I, we should mention that that our guest on that one was meg uh joe who's right. an amazing improviser she's on a bunch of stuff like around town so please like a, a, a lot of these people we, we are talking about they're amazing yes. talented people yeah check them out um even if you're not in los angeles which i'm assuming some of you are uh yeah check them out on instagram they put out funny great yes, content all yes. the time um yes and speaking of like international uh our next guest is uh our next one is uh jake jabor's episode uh, -huh. uh who's on from the meat podcast yes. and he's uh he's got a book coming out um called uh something about racing with myself i think yes yeah i made uh, a well, face just now because <laughs> i i feel like i should he yeah check, check his out but uh this is a uh, the speed racer um, with this is another early early one. Here we go. Here world I feel like I need to take longer yeah. after this, but we gotta get back to it. So now at this point we do our inner world um, inner uh, like uh, trailers and stuff. And uh, would you like to go first or? Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna take Adam's advice and do a trailer and. What I thought this movie was. Okay, <laughs> yes. In a world where the there's a crime boss and a corporate boss who are the same person, they trick some 
the racer family into... I guess they don't trick them. They try to buy them off, but can't do it. So they kidnap some other racers who are actually in cahoots with them to get the racing family to race. And they're racing because they love it. And their son slash brother is dead, but he's not dead. He became a cop and got another guy to be a secret racer. And they they race 800 times in the movie so that I can't tell which race is important uh, and what the stakes are. And then it, at the end... Um, Speed Racer wins the race doing the same thing he's been doing since the beginning of the movie with the same equipment and the same support system, appearing to have learned nothing or (laughs) grown in any way. And then he gets to kiss his girlfriend um, and uh, every, all the bad stuff is shut down because it was, because I, I guess I learned that because it was caught on camera, <laughs> not because they were firing guns at him and trying to murder him. And um, then the brother tells the other guy that he had plastic surgery and is still hiding from a family that is still mourning and grieving the loss of their son and brother. <clears throat> Speed race. <laughs> Very well done. Yay! Okay. (laughs) So my trailer. In a world where Speed's brother dies and it changes him to be a degenerate drinking, not milk, but regular alcohol, (laughs) and he's racing in the underbellies of this world where uh, he's cheating and he terrible, but then he gets recruited by a covert racing operation who is led by Inspector Detective Trixie. Oh. Uh, yeah. And, but she hates him because he broke his her heart. And, and then, at the end, he has to race with honor and dignity to win his girl back, Speed Racer. <laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah, yeah that it would be good. really yeah. fun. In a world podcast. Yeah. Yeah, that was the trailer or the, the episode in which we solidified that I had to go first. <laughs> 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 not uh, not to like take away anything from Jake Jabor, who's an amazing person and like yeah, and truly it, a nice guy. And his his book is actually called Training to Be Myself. Yes, please yeah. look it up. Yeah. Um. And then it, it is out by now, I think. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Mm. I think it was, uh, it was <laughs> he was like so scrambling of like, I guess this is what I'm going to do for this. <laughs> and then you came in like knowing exactly what to do, like what yours was. I loved how he was just like stumbling. Like this is what his brain was thinking while watching Speed Racer because yes. it's such a confusing film. Yes, I, I still have that email where he was like, after he had watched it, he doesn't, he like was like, I feel like my brain was melting. <laughs> that he messaged us. And I was like, because I think this was uh, like, at this time I was working at a desk job where I could do whatever the fuck I wanted. <laughs> and so I watched the movie at work and was taking notes at the same time. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> this is so crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like that was. Again, like the episode in which we were like, no, I have to go first from now on. (laughs) This is something we should point out. It's like a running theme, um, which is like, I think is great. It's just something we should definitely like clock is that your uh, your pitches often have to do with like upping the femaleness of the films. And I think like that's the sign of a bad movie of having like non well-rounded characters and the like generally like making the female uh, more prevalent is going to make for an interesting film. Yeah. I think this is like a case study. Like if any like film like buff like historians listen to our podcast. like Which you should. Yes. Um, This is like a key marker for all these films. It's terrible. Like terrible representation of females and minorities. Yes. Those are the two 
the indicators as to why this these movies did not do well. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I'm pretty sure there's a couple. Well, I mean, uh, I there are a few exceptions, obviously. Um, and those ones are probably just because like nobody believed in them <laughs> because they were female driven. I don't know. Yeah, just yeah. like respect females. <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously. Um. And that leads me to a movie where it does not respect females. <laughs> Very good segue. <laughs> is uh, number five is Semi Pro. The World Podcast. In a world where the weed is this chauvinistic asshole guy who's supposed to be professional but he's kind of not at all he's more of a semi-pro he owns a suit and he has a fro and he is goofy and he sings a song and sends the semis and it's Anchorman. Sorry, guys. I'm doing Anchorman right now. <laughs> <laughs> Give us some more. Give us some more. <laughs> um, he, there's just nothing but guys in this movie. And there's <laughs> one female that is the main character. Like this room. <laughs> true. True. <laughs> I mean, like, it's true. Um, there's a bear in this movie. It is said in the 70s as well and then anchors <laughs> yeah! 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 semi pro yeah! yeah! my terrible attempt at creating a joke that was i don't know it was wonderful okay you, who wants to go first it feels like you got something cooking oh should i do am my, i crazy my yeah you want to go i mean that's yeah i'll, I'll do I'll, I'll okay share. okay It's hard for a man to find himself. Will Farrell plays a struggling businessman, ball player, husband, lover, and friend, all wrapped into one. He struggles on everything he does, and no matter what, people treat him like he's a joke. So Will Farrell does something about that. In a twist that nobody saw coming, he suddenly shows up to work one day and he and he uh, <laughs> he says that there's a new ball player in town. And it's played by Woody Harrelson. But what you don't know until <laughs> really late in the picture is that Woody Harrelson, the man that Will wants to be, who talks like he wants to talk, who makes love like Will wants to make love, same person. Woody is the key to what Will has wanted to be all along. Nobody knows his family's fellow ball players. This is going good. This is going good. Nobody knows that they're the same person. All they know is that the new Will is the Will that they've wanted all along. He gets... He gets the girl. He wins the big game. He even fights the bear. That's it. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Semi-pro. Colon. Semi, semi semi yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good. Um, okay, Eric. All right, I guess here I go. We hear the roar of monitors, clapping, wooting, shouting, in a world exactly like your own, a world in which human beings have, or have become obsessed with 
the process behind the art that makes them feel alive. Ladies and gentlemen, here at Madison Square Garden, we present to you the one, the only, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell walks across the stage. The crowd cheers. People scream. Good evening. I'm Will Ferrell. (laughs) And these are some of my stories. Boom! Pyrotechnics go off behind him as a as our projector lights up, semi-pro. Ladies and gentlemen, I've made a lot of bad movies in my life, but I've never made a movie where I told you why. <laughs> semi-pro. Love is sexy. <laughs> Will Ferrell fist into the air. <laughs> oh, so good. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, geez. <laughs> Someone, there was so much in this uh, clip because I didn't realize that Gabe was saying Will Ferrell instead of the character's name. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Eric or, or Gabe? No, Gabe. Oh. <laughs> you didn't notice he was doing know. that trailer of Semi-Pro, but calling him Will Ferrell the whole time <laughs> as if great. that was the character's name. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I had so much fun editing that one. Like, just, I'm such a big Fight Club fan, uh-huh. and I wanted to nail that music so perfectly. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. It was an insane, uh, like, uh, um, a little background on that episode. Um, we had tried to book these guys, like, at least like two months before the yeah. recording. Yeah, yeah. And then there was a mix up. And so I had already watched the film and um, had my notes. And so this was recorded months after. And so I had forgotten most of the movie. Yeah, it's not like you would do a refresher of yeah. a bad movie. No, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I already had my notes. So I think, I don't think you could tell in my cadence in this movie where I was like, I don't know. I don't know what is happening. I like it told uh, like a lot of it. I forgot. Yeah. They were coming in so hot. They came in very hot. Yeah. They watched it together. Yes. Which was like a, just, I would, I would have given so much money just to see that experience. Yeah. <laughs> and then they came in with like pitches and bits. They started doing improv sets yes. in the middle of it. We had to like shut it down. Yeah. Uh, because I will not stand <laughs> for an improvised uh, improvisation. Without me initiating. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Your big initiation hog uh, for scenes. Well, speaking of like breaking, uh, like disrupting the the show flow, uh, this one was one of my favorites. Uh, (laughs) Just watching the terror in Mary's eyes as as Colin McGurk uh, goes, asks like, what the fuck are we doing here (laughs) during this show? Several times. As he's complaining about the length of uh, the podcast. Yeah, I was sweating. I think I was in, oh, we'll talk about it after yes. the trailer, but yes. This is a, like, that's a very fun trailer. Here's Pride and Prejudice and Zombie. The World Podcast. Our trailers, and I'll go first, Colin. Yeah. Yes. You Great. Okay. Yeah, no. Uh, do you, uh, yeah. Do I, is this just you? Yeah. No, it's me and then afterwards you. But yes, you don't interact. I'm not going to interact no, at all. Unless you want, want to. to. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, I'm going <laughs> to. Oh I God. went, okay, well, when I go, I definitely want you to help me with okay, mine. Because okay. I don't know what this is and I'm nervous. Okay. <laughs> In a world where there's, like, it opens on. God, you're making me so nervous, you Colin. This, this is, okay. Okay, sorry, sorry. okay. So it opens on Lizzie and the Bennets. They're shining their guns. They're getting ready to fight and hunt fucking zombies. Just enough to cut back to tea time. This is also Pride and Prejudice, but not really. 
really because we're ripping that to shreds. It's about zombies now. It's set in the Victorian ages and there's still kind of like the touches of Jane Austen in this, but no, there's fucking and there's zombies. This is Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. In a world we cut to. Yeah. In a world of English well-breeding and misogyny. Yes. A classic of all ages. Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice, but with a twist. And this Mr. Darcy, dressed as Neo from The Matrix, is a huge cop. <laughs> and Lizzie, drained to the teeth, like Trinity from The Matrix. <laughs> but we never get to see her skills. A zombie apocalypse, also not really well featured. This is Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. This is Yeah. <laughs> I feel so bad. He was, he was, I felt like he was burning me throughout the whole episode, which was fun. Right. Um, it's all good fun. No, yes. like it was no animosity or anything, but he was burning me throughout the whole episode. And then at the end, he got really insecure. <laughs> <laughs> he was just came in. Yeah, it was a. It was fun because he, like, I think he kind of, like, expected it to go. I don't think he had any idea what was going. No. Also, he, like, openly admitted that he, like, wasn't paying attention to the movie halfway through. <laughs> so it's like having a conversation about it. He's like, yeah, I think I was looking at, I was playing words with friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, like, I, I, and again, like, I was so nervous because, like, backstory, the reason why I know him is because he's he was my indie improv uh, coach right. for so long, yeah. And so he knows me, and so and so we have that kind of like um, teacher student kind of dynamic. Right. And I always have that bl- mental block, like I can never be friends with a teacher, <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So like I have that like I couldn't really play around too much but i kind of was trying to because like he's on my fucking podcast so <laughs> well i mean props to you for like calling him out like you're making me nervous yeah chill out like yeah. <laughs> but it was like super fun yeah yeah it's it a very was, fun episode yeah please go back to it it's like our halloween it was part of our halloween series yeah um speaking about halloween <laughs> this was not part of our halloween Definitely series not. um this is um, number three, and it's Practical Magic yeah. with two-time guests, our first two-time guests for 2019, um, Kaylee Follett, and she was a terror. <laughs> this is a perfect example of that. The World Podcast. And we're back. That was a nice break. <laughs> um, so at this point, we do our trailers based on our pitches from okay. this film. And um, you're the guest. You could go first unless you want me to go first if you're too scared. Wow. Is that a challenge, Mary? <laughs> you go first. Okay. <laughs> you were scared? I'm a little scared. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> In a world where there are two evil bitches that are witches at the same time and they're running amok throughout the greater state of Massachusetts but also an island. I forgot that they were on an island. And they murder a, uh, as revenge for a scorned lover. And they have to deal with his possession and horror pursues. This is Practical Magic. That's my trailer. Nice. Okay. world where practical magic is just under three hours. We'll see love flourish. We'll see a man who falls into a loving relationship with a woman who accidentally murdered her sister's boyfriend. And we'll see him 
just trying to really get to know her family in those extra two hours. And maybe, maybe another murder will happen in those extra two hours. And maybe he'll make more pancakes. And maybe he'll look at the stars with her daughters and her and they'll fall in love all over again. And maybe they'll get off that island and go on a romantic honeymoon where someone will die from magic and he'll make it an exit all over again. This is Practical Magic. Let love flourish. Oh, the wind. I forgot. Oh, the wind. Because the wind was like such a big part of like the magic yeah. in the movie. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And then um, not only that, but like I I guess I was wrong with uh, downsizing. She was technically the first tagliner. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was, yeah, hers was really good. Uh, yeah. I think she came in like hot with that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, she was ready to fight us the <laughs> whole time. For sure. Even though we, like, we pointed out all the flaws in this movie. Even though, like, hey, we, it, like, if you go back to, like, um, um, the hurricane heist, and um, you would hear that, how much we love terrible films. Yeah. But this one just had, like, kind of flaws that needed to be fixed, and she would not acknowledge them. <laughs> she would, like, flat out refuse. Yeah. Denied. Um, she, like, definitely threatened you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was terrified. Yeah, we were both. And then we invited her again. I don't know. Why would you do that? I don't know. Did you just get a tattoo her with her yes, recently? Yes, 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 we did. So you guys are still friends. Yes, That's good. We're still friends. This podcast didn't ruin that friendship. No, That's good. No, no. Yeah. Uh yeah, no, I this episode was really, really fun just to see. Speaking of you guys being friends, like the dynamic between you two and uh, where that's where I was like, she needs to come on the show a lot more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just because. Whew, there is a power dynamic. <laughs> there, she really challenges you. <laughs> In a way I cannot. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, you, are we, where are we at? We're, that was number. Number three. That You're was number, number three. two. So we have two more. Top yes. two. Yes. Uh, these are, these are the bangers. Technically, these are both our number ones. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to go with mine. Uh, this was, uh, who's the guest for Titan AE? Um, Paul Levitt, my friend. Paul Levitt. Uh, um, I just really like this one. Yeah. This I one mean, was insane. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's listen to it. Yeah. The World Podcast. In a world where there's this kooky dude who's finding something fishy about what's going on in the intergalactic world, it turns out after 15 years of Earth's decimation, there has been some shady dealings within the government, and there's going to be another big decimation of a planet, and his name is Kale. With a C. Yes, with a C. He is there to get to the bottom of this because he doesn't want, he wants to prevent another decimation of the earth. But then he's also joined by this pessimist named Akima, who's actually played by a real Asian woman. <laughs> and she and him are this tag team, and then they build a crew together. And there's a lot of pop zooms in this movie. <laughs> this is a Michael, Adam McKay uh, vehicle because this is. Titan A.E. The Big Short. (laughs) (laughs) Fire. Fire. Okay, your turn, Paul. I guess I misunderstood. I did a trailer for the actual. Oh. For the actual. Do it. No, This is my facetious. Do it. Yeah. In a world where there's no longer a world, or much of a cohesive plot for that matter, comes a movie that single-handedly bankrupt an entire animation studio. Matt Damon plays a main character that doesn't really see the point in humanity, except for when he meets a purple-haired girl and falls in love with her. Then he's totally down to risk his life. And I know that sounds a lot like Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, but this is not that. No, this is a movie that's all about living in the moment, in the sense that these computer graphics are going to completely be outdated in, like, the next week, so just try to enjoy them while you can. (laughs) Featuring an all-star cast of supporting characters, which will have you sitting there the whole time trying to place their voices of the actors, leaning over to your friends or family like, hang on, is that the voice of the guy that was from The Pest? Or, doesn't she sound a lot like the girl from the Ben Stiller show? (laughs) And that's totally our intention, because hopefully it distracts you from the rest of this completely shoehorned character development. 
But rest assured, this movie has something for everyone. Mature, sexually shrouded undertones jarringly juxtaposed against the most uh, adolescent brand of humor. We're confident that at least at one point in this movie, you'll enjoy yourself for approximately two minutes. We are hereby not accountable for the remaining 92 minutes. So strap into your spacecraft and take off for the stars, or drop yourself a tab of acid and put on the latest Creed CD. Either one of you will give you the cinematic experience that is Titan AE. Wow. Wow. That I forgot how like well that was. Yeah. Yeah. He really prepared he came in hot with that one. I love how he goes like Oh, mine's not facetious. And like the first line is a fucking burn. Like uh, <laughs> it's a fucking burn on the movie. It is. A lot of times people come in and they get like a little um a like gunshot. Yeah, gunshy about yeah. the trailers. And like he is not a performer. He's mostly a writer. Um he came in because he and I, I told him what the format was and he prepared a script for himself. <laughs> he did. He really wrote like out a trailer for it. Yes. It was so good. Yeah. Um and yeah, that was a really good one. I have no other What like, did you what are you what are your thoughts on Titan A? How how do you uh, how do you oh, remember that one? Um I remember it as being terrible and that one breaking of the neck scene. I always think oh, yeah. about it. Like it was so weird. And and like I think like um the comparing I can't remember when Titan A came out or like our episode for it came out. Um, uh, I think that would have been September, right? Or yes, something like that. Yes, it was that. like the end of September. Yeah. Um, and like, I think we were recording at the same time of like, I think right after Titan AE was, uh, we recorded Pride and Paradise in Zombies. So right. that it was like a two dynamically different shifts. Yes. Um, but yeah, like it was, um, and both of them were fun to record and this one was like, no, no different. Yeah. This was like, I think this was like where we kind of were hit, hitting our groove of like, how do we make this show, um, you know, like. Where are we, aside from just, like, telling the movie beat by beat, like, how do we make this, like, an entertaining show? Yeah. I think it was, like, hitting the groove of, like, still figuring it out. But, like, we are definitely, like, <laughs> we're going to have fun while we talk about yes. this movie. Because this was, like, a fun, bad movie. Yeah. Like, every choice was, like, why? And I have so many opinions on why you did that. Yeah. And um, animation is already really, like, weird, Especially for a movie, you yeah. know, because there's not very many like kind of like like edging on adult animated movie. Right. You know what I mean? So like this was like edging on it, like but not really an adult, but like it's not really meant for kids either. We also did see his dick yeah. in this. So like that Damon's <laughs> dick in this. So I would argue it is for adult. I don't know. It, yeah, it was definitely one of those ones like pick a lane. Yeah. Like so many of these films that we yes. do, like pick a fucking lane, do the thing that we you're either promising or not. Yeah, exactly. So we've come to my number one um, film, a trailer. And I chose someone uh, like one that is unique out of the pack because it's our only trailer in which we didn't force our guests to say in a world <laughs> <laughs> before doing it. Yeah. And um, for you in a world heads, you probably know this. It is Sweet November. It is our second uh, one where uh, someone impersonates uh, a character really well. <laughs> yeah, and um, it's with my friend Quincy uh, Sarah Smith, who's wonderful, and check out his podcast. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you should listen to it. Here we go. Uh, this is Sweet November. Here World Podcast. In a world. Where there's a red pill and there's a blue pill. But this time, Neo chooses the blue pill. And it sucks him into this reality in which he is living as an ad executive that is too obsessed with hot dogs and how they are like phallic objects. And then he meets the girl in a scarf, which is basically the girl in red. And... By the end of it, he like falls in love, but then he gets sucked out of the reality because Morpheus shows up. And then he forces down the red pill down his throat because they need Neo for Matrix 4. <laughs> this is Sweet November. Yeah! 
That was a short and sweet one. Uh, but it is your turn, Quincy. From the makers of Mad Men and Love Actually and other rom-coms. Nelson Moss is an ad executive at the top of his game until one year. It's hot dogs! The dogs are hot! I am a hot and a dog! He lost everything. (laughs) But over the course of the following year, I'm forcing you to take a one whole year ad break. What? You can't do that. I'm the best ad man we've got. Not from what we saw in that office, you're not. He meets Sarah. A person who's going to take more than three days to convince him to be a better person. You're just letting these poodles go? What? You need to let the poodles in your life go. But those dogs aren't hot at all. They're just dogs. (laughs) Maybe other people are just people. They don't have to be hot or give you value or money, Nelson. What? That makes no sense. But I have been demonstrating that I've been attracted to you this whole time over the course of the past 180 days. (laughs) A reasonable amount of time. Coming this fall, it's sweet November through November. (laughs) 2001 through 2002. Jeez, yeah. Like that one was like listening back to it, it made it like brought all these like uh, these feelings back to how much I loved that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you you like that movie? I think I mentioned it in the episode where I was like, "This is actually a good enough rom com. (laughs) It could have been way better, obviously, but." I still liked it. I, I guess that's a, uh, that's why you do this podcast. Yes, because yes. you're trying to find uh, the secret cult classic movies. Right? Yes, yeah. Um, but yeah, Quincy's just so funny. <laughs> Throughout that whole episode, he just was dropping in like in and out of Keanu Reeves. Yeah, and he explained how to do it. Too. Yeah, very simple. Yeah, got to do a parody of a parody. Yeah. of the Keanu Reeves of the '90s. Yeah. He was. Uh, that was a really really fun episode because he. Uh, I think he's an experienced podcaster, so I think that definitely helps. Uh-huh. So he came in like knowing where to fill the gaps yes. and all this stuff, but like legitimately had a big issue with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like his whole premise of it being like it was, it's too soon to be in love. Yeah, like, make it a year. Yeah, like yeah, simple idea. Yeah, simple fixes. This is what we bring to the table for this. Yes, podcast. Look, hire us to punch up your scripts. Yes. Come consult us. That's yes. the next thing we're offering on our Patreon. <laughs> uh, in the 2020 is consulting on your scripts. Yes. Um, I don't know what else to say. Like well, this is. What do you have to say uh, over the last year? I mean, we've been doing this for a year or almost. Uh, yeah, you know? cl- basically a year. Yeah. Um, 2019 was so much fun. I loved every episode, like every trailer, even though we, uh, you guys didn't make it to the top 10. Yeah. We still love you. You want to, you have any honorable mentions? Honorable mentions. Oh, House of Yes. For uh, sure. House of Yes. Our one and only like musical trailer. <laughs> yeah, that was a really good one. Yeah. Um, what about you? Uh, I will have to say uh, Man on the Moon. Yes. That episode was also like very long, but also like another example of it being a very good movie yeah. that we just like, let's just talk about how good this movie is. Yeah. And then. Uh, Dave's in a world voice was very good. Yeah, he brought up like he brought homework with him. Yes, he like did. he like mentioned other mu- movies that came out that year. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did research mm-hmm. on the movie that yeah. he was going to talk about. It was very fun. Yeah. Like, honorable mention to Dave for sure. Yeah. Um. And then yeah, we got twenty twenty on the horizon. Yeah. And I think like it's very it's a very important year, not just for us. But for our the U.S. as well because it's voting year. The world, yeah. yes, yeah, the in the world, please, um, yeah. Like we have a lot of stuff, fun stuff on the horizon. Please keep on liking and subscribing to us. Yeah, yeah, and uh, follow us on all the social media. 
I think we're wrapping up. <laughs> like I, we've never done this for, format yeah. before, so it's like really strange. Yeah, yeah. This seems like seems like a good uh, ending point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Please go ahead, like and subscribe. Uh, go ahead and write us a review. Like the comments and the social media that we put out. Um, if you're looking, honestly, if you're looking for some script writers, please hit us up. <laughs> Yeah, um, all of our information is on our website at innerworldpod.com. You can follow me on both Instagram and Twitter at Mary H.B. Wynn. And yeah, and then next week is the first week of 2020, and we will be doing it on Hudson Hawk. Oh, the classic 1991 film, Hudson yes, Hawk. Yes, So good. Yes. Um, Who's having, our guest for that one? Uh, it is Casey Bukumini. Yes, 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 yeah. Casey Bukamini yes. uh, is the guest. Very fun episode. We recorded already. Yeah. Uh, super, super fun. Yes. Um, anyways, have a good night and happy 2019, y'all. In a world. In a world. In a world.